and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti, and happy Thursday. We are home stretch of this week. It's almost the weekend. We can almost breathe and relax after quite a crazy week. I feel like social media has been really abuzz this week with just a lot that's happened. Um, and I, I just feel like there's been this general kind of feeling. I, I'm empathetic, super empath over here, and I can just like feel kind of how the widespread masses are feeling it's very strange I just like have a weird sensation when I open social media when I'm walking around in New York that I think a lot of us just need a little bit of love right now we need a little bit of a pump up we need some positivity I feel like there's a lot to be negative about right now a lot to be sad about especially in the first few weeks of 2020 it's been really just a lot a lot has happened a lot of loss a lot of sadness and so I thought that I would use this episode today to just kind of infuse some positivity into your day and I was thinking last night on how I could do this without being super cliche and cheesy and just you know kind of like a broken record in a sense because that's how sometimes I am with certain messages that I've preached a lot I feel like it gets very redundant very fast and so I was thinking of a way that I could make this more interesting for all of us and I nailed down an idea of asking you guys on Instagram for just some good stories that could that could mean anything like good as in like you know how your grandparents met that was like the the number one thing that you guys told me in the dms which i absolutely love and i love stories like that um or just like little things that happen to you during your day-to-day that are good that kind of restore your faith in humanity remind you that there is some goodness left in this world even if it feels like there isn't any left to go around and i think it's important to remember the good stuff of course because it it does have power and you you can if you really focus on the good stuff enough kind of tone down the bad stuff the bad stuff will kind of fall into the background of your day-to-day so I think it's important to focus on the good and to focus on the light and I read this quote on tumblr which was pretty relevant especially with the recent death of Kobe Bryant his daughter the seven other I believe seven other people on board that flight um I mean, I, I'm not even a sports fan and it still weighs very heavily on me just because I feel like, I mean, it was a tragic incident. I think any tragic incidents are just, it really hits you in a different way because it's not like anyone was deserving of things, you know. So anyway, with that being said, it was very interesting to be on Tumblr last night. I love Tumblr, as you guys know. I'm like, I get a lot of man's inspo from Tumblr and Pinterest and things like that. And I was on Tumblr and I saw this quote that said, when the dreamer dies, what happens to the dream? Of course, I mean, there's certain people in this world that just leave such an impact. Even after death, you still hear their name thrown around. You still feel their impact. And I think that we should all strive to be like that. Not famous per se, but almost just you know spread our light around and spread the good stuff spread the good stories the the good news around as much as we can kind of sprinkle it around in every encounter that we have and when we do that we live on you know it's people tuck it into their into their stories like they kind of bookmark their stories with the things that you say the things that you do and so it's really important to in your day-to-day to spread focus on spreading light if that means just complimenting someone when they're not expecting it or paying for someone's coffee, I don't know, just a number of little baby things that aren't expensive, that aren't going to really severely alter the course of your day, but spreading light is so important, and moments of light don't die, they're almost like encased in plaster, that's how I picture it, they're frozen in time, and if we spread this light as much as we possibly can while we have the chance to, it will continue to impact and reverberate almost boomerang 
around after we're gone. So that is why I thought it was important for me to use this platform that I have today to just kind of spread some light, talk about some positive, uplifting stories from the past, from the present, all of which, or all but I guess one, because I'm going to share a little story of my own, um, all of which are from you guys. So thank you so much for submitting in the DMs all of your stories. I'm only going to be able to get through Uh, a handful of them but they're all so special and I love to know that you guys you know still keep your heads up and and still think fondly of the world because it's really easy not to it's easy to fall into just really cynical feelings of like you know the world is a really toxic you know hard place and it's it's really powerful to be able to stay soft in a world where it's really hard to do so especially when there's so much insecurity there's so much you just don't you it's so unpredictable what's going to happen for a lot of us. So a lot of these actually or this whole like style of this episode kind of reminds me of those books I used to read when I was younger. It was called Chicken Soup for the Soul. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but my babysitter used to read them to me. I read them at the library in elementary school and it was like kind of just a collection of stories and each one would have like a, a takeaway or a message or something. So that's kind of how we're framing this episode. If you guys are familiar with those books, it's kind of similar to that. But the reason why I was thinking about stories and just like positive moments that can kind of diffuse the negative stuff was because on Monday or Tuesday of this week I was on Instagram and I think it was like Barstool or one of those type of like media accounts posted this video and it was actually taken in New York City like it was almost live it was like like breaking news and it was this video of a car you guys might have even seen this a car like in the middle of the street and all of these people running towards the car and I was like reading the 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 caption because I didn't really know what was going on in said video and apparently a woman was trapped underneath the car I don't know if she I don't know who is at fault the car driver or her or whatever but she was trapped underneath this car on a very busy street over on the east side not far from me at all like where I was sitting when this was all happening and I was looking at it on social media um and she was so she was trapped under the car and all these people it was like prime going to work time when you're like rushing and you like need to make a meeting and whatever people were sprinting towards the car and all of these these men and women were pushing on either side of the car, kind of lifting it off the ground. And like probably 10 or 15 people were surrounding this car and they all, you know, were like one, two, three and pushed the car onto its, or like up high enough that they could get the woman out from underneath the car. And the fact that all of these perfect strangers who have no link to the woman, no link to each other, they ran to help this person in need especially in New York City where everyone is labeled as being super hard and mean and don't have time for each other. It's just good to know that people still have kindness in their hearts and still think of others before themselves or think of helping other people and not just about their own agenda and where they need to be and whatever because it's easy to really focus on yourself and what's bothering you and what you need to work on and not really looking around to see if anyone else needs help. So I thought that was a really nice uplifting story that I saw on Instagram this week and it really inspired me to think of other stories and how I could ask you guys for help in giving me some stories that you know you hold near and dear to your heart and that make you smile and yeah I was reading these last night in my bed on Instagram just scrolling through my dms reading all these stories you guys sent me and I probably looked like an idiot I'm just laying in bed like with a stupid smile on my face 
like grinning ear to ear because these stories just really warm my heart. Um, A lot of them, you guys know how to get me. A lot of them are about how your grandparents met, just little love story things, and then also just like other little happy things that brighten your day. And I just can't wait to read them to you guys. I'm gonna get like total goosebumps again. I get the worst goosebumps. I don't know if it's just me, but I'll be watching like just a movie trailer or just, you know, hearing a story that's particularly just something and I get goosebumps. So I'm gonna get them. reading all these over again, even if I know how they end. Uh, Okay, so let's just start out with the first one. I'm going to go through and just read a bunch of these and kind of comment here and there, but for the most part, they kind of speak for themselves, and I hope wherever you are, walking, listening to this, sitting down at your desk, I don't know, it'll just kind of brighten your day, and you'll be like, oh, that's that's sweet, (laughs) because like I think that's all we really need right now. Um, Okay, so someone says, a happy story. My grandfather was a truck driver and noticed my grandmother on a few of his rides. He once gave a lift to one of his friends that he saw chatting with her. He asked his friend for her name and carved it into the wheel of his car so he wouldn't forget it. A few days later, when he drove her home, when taking a lift from a stranger was acceptable, in parentheses, she noticed her name on the wheel. They started dating and the rest is history. Again, goosebumps. I have them. They're all over my body <laughs> because this story is just so cute. And I feel like this is like such a, a movie plot type of situation. Um, but I, I can just like so vividly picture this happening and it's so nice. I mean, all these stories, I'm like, darn, I'm, I grew up in the wrong, uh, wrong era, but I guess, I mean, you just got to find a person that would, uh, carve into a tire for you, I guess, <laughs> to remember your name. Um, okay. So another story, I went skiing in Colorado last weekend and was about to buy a three day pass, which is about $400. This older man next to me heard as I was buying the pass and said he had extras. So he gave me $400 worth of ski passes. When I asked him how I could thank him, he said, you just did. I like forgot how expensive skiing is. I haven't been skiing since I was like 14. Uh, It'd be really comical to see me ski now, but that's still a very cute story. So I wanted to read that one. Okay. So we have a lot of grandparent stories. Another one coming up here. This one is also just so cute. Both my parents are grandchildren of Polish Holocaust survivors. My mom's grandpa and my dad's grandpa used to live in the same little town back in Poland, but once the war broke out, they never saw each other again. Fast forward to 1993, my parents decided to get married. When their grandparents met each other, they realized they knew each other from somewhere, and they just couldn't believe that they were standing in front of each other alive. After so many years of not seeing each other and not knowing what happened to one another, they realized their grandchildren were getting married. Ugh, another, okay, I'm just like full on growing all the hair back that I shaved off because I'm just getting full body chills and goosebumps over every story. But that's another cute one I think could be like turned into a book of like, I just can't imagine, like, I mean, I've read so many books about the Holocaust and, like, how people get separated, but I can't, like, what are the odds? That's, like, how a lot of these stories, like, I'm my takeaways are, like, what are the odds of this happening? Like, it's just crazy how many little coincidences happen, especially I've kind of noticed it in New York. It's, like, it's such a tight tight-knit like huge mass of people but tight-knit sort of like community of how people fit together it's so crazy okay another story my boyfriend's family owns a diner on long island where we live and i go there pretty frequently because who doesn't love free diner food i love diner food there's this older woman who comes in every day still so full of life she's the greatest memory ever literally remembers everyone's birthdays anniversaries favorite things even if she just met them a few times so at this point she knows everything about me and we chat every time we cross paths at the diner her eyes light up and she gives me a hug whenever i walk in because she doesn't really have many other people to talk to the other day she was about to walk home after her dinner and we hugged goodbye and i told her to get home safe 
20 minutes later, the diner phone rang, and it was her calling to tell me, a girl who doesn't even work there, that she got home safe. My heart. I was so happy that she feels so close to me. Nice old people make me so happy. (laughs) Same here. Like, I, oh, that warms my heart so much. That, like, I mean, I always say to my friends, like, call me when you get home. I feel like that's, like, just a, a very normal thing you should be saying to your friends, especially if you live in a city or anywhere. I mean, honestly, just freaking anywhere these days. Like, you can never be too careful. And so that's so sweet. Like, I, I can't imagine living in a world where I didn't have people that, you know, asked me to call them, like, when I got home. And, like, it's you take it for granted because one day there won't be as many people in your life to tell you that. And so, oh, that just, like, warms my heart too. Okay, another one. A cute little story of how my parents met. My grandma and my aunt worked together as flight attendants. They realized that my parents were around the same age and both single and decided to set them up. My grandma gave my dad my mom's number on a piece of paper. He moved away from the area where my mom lived, so he didn't get to call her, but he kept the piece of paper. Through multiple moves between different countries in a couple of years, he always kept the paper with my mom's number on his nightstand and joked to himself that he was going to marry the girl whose number that was. Eventually, he moved back to the city my mom lived in and just gave her a call. My mom said she knew he was the one after their first date. I can just picture her picking up the phone and being like, what took you so long? <laughs> like, that's what I'm imagining. That's a good story, too. And I also feel, or I kind of wonder, rather, if if he had called sooner, if maybe things wouldn't have worked out because of timing and just where they were at different points of their life. But if, you know, after waiting a few years, it just made more, it would make more sense. Like if this was just so interesting how timing works and how he waited a few years, she could have been married off by then, but she wasn't. And so it's just so interesting how that works. I think that's a great story too. And I love that I got to read that. This is so interesting because I would never know half these stories if I hadn't just asked you guys to tell me them. So I'm happy I did. Okay. So another one, so this is more of just like a good moment or a good feeling. She says, as a child, swinging back and forth on the swings, lying back and closing my eyes, feeling the sunshine and seeing the changing colors as the light and shadows reflected on my eyelids. Such a peaceful and warm feeling. I remember that too. I remember wanting to like jump off the swing and my mom being like terrified and that I would like hurt myself. And every time I do it, my ankles, you know, the feeling when you like, really like crash down on your your ankles and they like like tingle I remember that okay we have another love story you guys know I love my love stories apparently grandparents love stories are just way cuter than any of the shit that happens these days so I'm gonna continue to read them okay my nana and granddad have been married for 60 years my granddad was in the military and stationed in San Diego one night he went to the bar and when he walked in the first thing he saw was a woman dancing on top of the bar this is in the 60s He immediately bought her a drink and eventually they left together. They stayed up all night talking on the beach and he recalled a moment where he was trying to show off by doing some pull-ups at a park near the beach. My Nana told me she didn't even know his name the whole night. (laughs) 60 years, two kids, and seven grandkids later, they're more happy and successful as ever. My favorite part of this story is that she didn't know his name (laughs) and like still entertain the thought of being around this guy that she didn't even know his name like what if his name was a deal breaker are names deal breakers for you guys like I feel like there's certain like a guy introduces himself and I'm like he's like my name is Chad that's like an example but like okay I wouldn't like knock a Chad totally but like like there's certain names where I'm just like ooh, I don't know if I can like picture that next to mine on the on the save the date for our wedding (laughs) so anyway though I thought that was a cute little story and I love like I said that she didn't know his name and like just you know didn't really care couldn't be bothered to ask that's very interesting 
Okay, another story. Um, it was kind of a long story, so I just took a little piece of it that I thought was really cute. Because um, she said, she like gave this whole long-winded, beautiful narrative and then said, but here's the story that really gets me. Okay. My grandfather was raised Protestant, and my grandmother was a steadfast Catholic, both very Irish, and there's been wars between Catholics and Protestants in Ireland. They lost a baby to what we now believe was TB. For months after, my grandfather would slip out of the house and lie to my grandma about where he was going. He was going to classes to convert to Catholicism. The baby was buried Catholic, and he wanted to make sure that he was going to the same heaven as his baby girl when he passed. Oh, my heart. I'm, like, really doing it to myself right now, like, just getting myself in my feels by reading all these stories. That is the most beautiful thing I've ever, like, I mean, there is still goodness. Like, we can, I can sit on here and talk about how horrific men are and, guys can talk about how clingy girls are and you know tragedies can happen in the world and you can still read these stories and feel like okay even though this was years ago that half these stories happened the fact that like i said the light has been spread the light has been you know just dispersed into the people that carry these stories with them and i just oh someone says today i was hanging in the local coffee shop as i usually do before my grad classes begin trying to get ahead on some projects i'm deep in my work and i look up from my laptop just in time to catch eyes with this young man dressed in a suit he waved at me but i was unsure of who he was and wanted to be nice so i waved back he walked up to me and said, I'm not sure if you remember me, but last year you helped me in this exact coffee shop by plugging in my laptop for me when I was struggling to find an outlet. You let me use the one you were using. So good to see you again. She says, it just makes me feel so happy because I don't think we realize how the littlest things can make someone stay and they'll never forget it. He remembered me a year later because I plugged in his laptop for him. Little acts of kindness matter and remind us that there's still good in this world. Oh, that was such a cute story. And I mean, I'm so bad at remembering people's names, but I'm really good at remembering faces. So I feel like this could happen to me. Like I would remember if someone did something, like I would remember someone's face. I probably wouldn't be able to place it, like know how I know them similarly to her, but that's really impressive that this guy remembered. I mean, it must've meant a lot to him. Maybe he was like, had this pressing project or something. Like I, I know the, the, the feeling of walking into like a busy Starbucks or like some co-working space and being like, there's no outlets, there's no chairs, like especially in New York. So that's a cute story. Okay. Another one, extremely cute love story in all caps, exclamation point, exclamation point. My great grandma is 98 and still tells this story like it happened yesterday. She was 18 and at a school dance when she made the infamous dreamy eye contact with a guy across the room. He came over and asked her to dance. A few songs went by and suddenly the power went out. So they walked over to a bench close by and started talking. She was wearing a ring on her ring finger, and the boy she was dancing with took it off her left and moved it to her right hand and told her to leave her beautiful left hand empty because one day he would put a ring there. Oh, I mean, okay, honestly, though, if this happened to me now, I'd be like, you are full of it. Like, I think I would honestly probably laugh in his face and say, like, bullshit. <laughs> but I love to think that this, like, works for some people slash, like, it's, it's true and genuine, and that does restore some faith because I feel like if this personally happened to me, I would just not believe it for five seconds. I don't know if she, maybe she didn't believe it either, but anyway. Okay. So another story, I'm a preschool teacher, which honestly is rewarding and in, in, in and of itself, I can never say that phrase in and of itself. But one of my four-year-olds was sitting by herself on the playground a few days ago. I walked over to her and realized she was holding something. As I walked closer to her, I saw she was holding a little blue flower in her hand, but she had the saddest look on her face. 
I said to her, why do you look so sad? You have such a beautiful flower in your hand. She said, I'm heartbroken for this flower because it's going to die in the cold weather. One of her friends came over to us and listened to what she had to say and responded, but do you know what? Sometimes things have to die for new things to grow. I just sat there astonished that these children can comment on such complex topics of life and teach each other the beauty of growing and changing. Children are incredible and we can all learn so much from them. That's so true. I feel like I need to spend more time with kids. I feel like I always kind of miss the days of babysitting until I remember how like the days of babysitting used to be for me because I feel like I just always had like, the okay, love the kids. They've grown up now, but like I always had like the grossest and most like stuck up kids that I babysit. Um, but anyway, I feel like I, it, it, you, you do benefit from spending more time with kids because they have such an unfiltered, very, they, they see the world from quite literally a different angle. They are like five inches shorter, I mean, five feet shorter than us. Just kidding. Um, but overall they do, they just see the world differently in, in a, a naive way almost but like I think a lot of us have gotten so jaded and so cynical in the way that we view the world that we forget to kind of think of things in a childlike way sometimes because it's seen as being naive like I said and just sometimes it's it's beautiful to to see things like that so I love that story too okay let's read another story on my most recent southwest flight the flight attendants announced there was someone very special on the plane they then invited the special guest named Dallas up to the front of the plane Turns out he was celebrating his fifth birthday and his first time on a plane. They then dimmed all the cabin lights and had us turn on our flight attendant call lights to mimic candles on a cake. And then they counted to three and he, quote unquote, blew them out and we all shut off our lights. And then they fashioned a crown and a cake for him out of snacks, napkins, and drink stirs. It was so sweet. I teared up. That is so cute because I feel like, I mean, flight attendants like have a very thankless job and... I feel like most of them that I see look miserable because, I mean, some people can be such jerks when they travel. Like, I've seen so many just, like, assholes on planes and at the airport. So they still have some room in their heart for a little kid. Especially, I just remember, like, my first few times on a plane was so scary as a kid. Like, planes are just scary in general. And so I think that's so precious. Oh, and I love the name Dallas. That's a good name for a kid. Okay, I'm going to read another one. And I must say, guys, like reading a lot of these and hearing about what you guys do for a living and your different careers is so interesting. Like I had no idea that a lot of these fields existed. Um, Side note. Okay. Hey, Katie, I'm a physiotherapist and sometimes I go inside my patient's home to rehab them. I actually want to move out in September, so I'm already buying some stuff like spatula, dishes, etc. So last week I was with my favorite patient telling her about how I wanted to buy a microwave and a toaster. And on Monday, at the end of our meeting, she pulls out a red toaster, my favorite color. And I was so happy. Some people are just so generous and caring. That's so nice. I love that, you know, it's not that hard, guys. It's not that hard to listen to people when they talk. And I think so much of us and so much of our being, we're so focused on what we have to say and so focused on what we're going to say next. And if we sound smart, if we sound stupid, different things that will come out of our mouth, we really think really long and hard about those things instead of just opening ourselves up to listen and to ask more questions about what other people want and so even when we're working for people and they are our patients they are our patrons our customers I don't know it's important I think even as a customer even as someone that you know you you're hiring someone else to work for you still listen to them because it'll make them do I mean first of all if someone feels appreciated they'll do their job a whole lot better I feel like (laughs) than if they feel unappreciated and also it'll just make their day you know and like a a, just a kindness front it it really you, you really have no idea what people are going through 
And so it's so important to to listen up. And the fact that she knew not only that you needed a, a microwave, but also your favorite color, I think that's just so beautiful and such a nice little moment. So I love, I love that for you. Okay, another story that is really funny. My grandparents met right after World War II. My grandpa was a medic stationed in Europe, and he had just come back to Nebraska with a bravado that my grandma was not impressed by. She's a waitress at her local diner, and he would relentlessly flirt with her. One day, she got annoyed with him flirting with her, and she snapped a dish rag at his face and accidentally broke his glasses. He laughed and wanted to take her out on a date as sort of payment. Obviously not really. She could have said no, and he wouldn't have pressured her. They started dating soon after that. I guess my grandma got over his bravado. I love that word. A few months later, my grandma's father passed away. My grandfather wiped away her tears and said, I never want to see you cry again, and then proposed. They were married for 50 years and had five children. They were together until the very end. That's so cute. I love that he snapped or she snapped his glasses. That's like another movie scene. Okay, another one. My brother has Down syndrome. It wasn't always sunshine and rainbows growing up. We had our feuds. Jealousy was at an all-time high when I couldn't understand and comprehend why my brother always got one-on-one time with my parents, when in reality it was for appointments, therapy, surgeries, etc. Jealousy turned to anger, which led to an unhealthy relationship with him. Fast forward to present day, I'm in college studying occupational therapy because of him, and he is my biggest inspiration. He's the driving force behind everything I do, and he motivates me to be a better advocate for individuals with disabilities. He's my best friend, and I don't know what I'd do without him. Love that boy with my whole heart and so much more. Oh, this like makes me so happy. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but well, I have two two members of my immediate or not immediate. I guess my like extended family, that's what you would call it. My uncle on my dad's side and my cousin on my mom's side has Down syndrome. And so I've grown up with them, of course, close by. And and I did a best buddies program in high school too. So I was constantly surrounded by kids with disabilities, um, all different types of disabilities, not just Down syndrome. And it's so interesting. I think, honestly, I'm really sad that I, I don't spend a lot of time with them anymore because I think that it was a lot easier especially as I was being bullied in high school and as high school just wasn't really sunshine and rainbows for me and so having those kids constantly in my day-to-day was just so special because they they do similarly to children not saying they are children but in the same sort of way they really see the world through through a lens that is just extremely just so different than how other people see it they they see things pretty simply which i think a lot of the times like i really look way too deep into things and don't just see things for how they they actually are in black and white and it's kind of it's refreshing to spend more time with kids with disabilities adults with disabilities or just you know children also like i said in the previous story it's just seeing things through a different lens is really important because it really shows you First of all, like it kind of just brings me back down to earth and reminds me that sometimes I do look into things a bit too deep and I do fall into a deep dark hole of just no return. And so, yeah, I think stories like this are beautiful. And I love that your brother inspired you to look into occupational therapy. Like, I think that's really great. Um, And especially, I mean, your attitudes can change. My sister and I had a horrible relationship when we were growing up because I feel like we also really competed for attention and things have definitely changed like we're best friends now so time does change relationships another cute little grandparent story my grandma saved my granddad's life and that's how they met she was a paramedic and he had been shot in a hunting accident and she was on the ambulance that came for him and stopped him from bleeding out 
She's still the most caring person, but never talks of all the lives she saved and the people she made better. Aw. I wish she would. I'm sure that she has really great stories. Ugh. I love hearing, like, my mom's stories and, like, just anyone who has done, like, life-saving work. Um, last year, both my grandparents were in the hospital on Christmas Day, and they were told they wouldn't get to see each other. It would be the first Christmas they hadn't been together in 50 years. My grandmother's nurse decided that this was so not okay, so she went behind the back of her boss and got five other doctors to sign off on letting her take my grandmother to my grandfather's room. So they got to spend an hour or so together, and not once during that time did they stop holding hands. This reminds me of some, like, rom-com. Like, I'm not sure what I'm thinking of right now, but I'm pretty sure there's a very similar story in a rom-com of, like... Or is it The Notebook? No. You guys know what I'm talking about? And, like, both of them die, like, together. Oh, I think it is The Notebook. I don't remember. Oh, I'm the worst. Anyway, that's a really cute story, too. <laughs> okay, someone responded saying, Wombats in Australia not only opened their burrows to other animals in the fires, but actively herded them to safety. That is so cute. What is a wombat? I have to Google that. Is it like a bat? Wombat. I'm Googling it right now. Oh, they're so cute. Wombats are short-legged, muscular marsupials that are native to Australia. They have small, stubby tails and weigh between 20 and 35 kilograms. Oh, they're so cute. Oh my gosh, they're such good hosts. They resemble badgers. Okay. Are known for their cute and cuddly looks and are considered one of the most docile native creatures in the country. That's so cute. Okay, one last cute story and then we're going to wrap things up. My grandparents met on a blind date. She lived in Ohio and he lived in Syracuse. He was driving from Syracuse that evening but got a flat tire slash stuck in the snow slash something that delayed him. So she sat awkwardly in his parents' living room for five hours, in all caps, with his parents before he got there. He finally got home and the rest is history. Makes me think of how different everything would have been if she didn't give up after an hour or two. Or if she had given up, she'd given up. They're still together 56 years later. That's so cute. Oh my God. But imagine like five hours. Like you can only talk about so many things, I guess. They probably had to like break out the the photo albums, like like five hours. Imagine, I think even like one hour would be kind of awkward to be waiting for someone like with their parents and like there's only so much small talk you can do, I guess, in that time. But like five hours also that long ago, they probably didn't have, I mean, they definitely didn't have cell phones. So I wonder if he had like a way of communicating that he was going to be that late. Like, I feel like she definitely probably part of her maybe thought that he was standing her up and she still waited for five hours. I can't believe that. Wow. Okay. So these stories, a lot of them romantic, but all the while they're all good stories and i'm happy that i got to read them for you guys and thank you to everyone who sent in their beautiful stories i mean honestly if anything like just comes to mind and you're like this is a pretty cool story and this is a good story send it to me because i'll read them in future episodes and overall just feel all the feels reading them myself by myself so Anyway, yeah, thanks for contributing to this episode, guys. I really do appreciate it. And honestly, I just have a few more things to say, and I'm going to kind of end an episode earlier than 45 minutes for once because I feel like this this week, you know, we, we need some time just to, like, be quiet and with ourselves. And quite frankly, I don't have much else to say. So um, I do want to read this really beautiful quote um, from R.M. Drake. You guys know I love R.M. Drake on Instagram, and he wrote this really beautiful little passage I want to read and close with. So he said, I wish I could take away what hurts, what fills the void, what makes you feel like you're not here. I wish I could take away the numbness, the feeling of being unloved, that cold feeling of being left behind, of being taken for granted. 
I wish I could make it all go away. I wish I could make you smile, even if it's only for a little while. Because I will say this, they don't deserve you. None of them do. You're too good for all of them. Your soul is too much for this planet, too deep, too rare, too different for these goddamn assholes. Wow. Who take advantage of you. Your heart is too gentle to carry all this pain. Too soft for people with rough hands. Too delicate to be constantly dropped over and over again. I wish I could take away what hurts. I wish I could take away all of your scars and show you how beautiful they really are. How important every single one of them is. And this is a beautiful quote. And I often feel this way, especially being on the internet and hearing all of your stories, feeling all of your pain quite literally when I read a bunch of the DMs you guys send me and I can just I can just feel your pain like it's like it's my pain, you know? I, I really do feel deeply. And so when I read those things, I always want to say something to this extent or to this kind of nature, but I just don't know how to say it. I just want to give you guys a hug and I feel like this little passage just said it was kind of like a, a verbal hug almost because I feel like it's honestly just it's comforting to know that someone else senses your pain and I sense your pain I sense that this year has been rough for you so far in just ways that you don't let on to other people and so I just want to let you guys all know that I'm here for you and I'm feeling with you for you anything you need I'm here (laughs) but like you know there is that quote you can do anything but not everything so I feel like sometimes being a total empath and being this empathetic person that feels all this feelings feels all the feelings can be a bad thing because I get a little overwhelmed and I forget that you know there I forget about the goodness in the world because I'm so obsessed with people's hurting and so yeah I thought that that would be a good little way to close this episode and I know this sounds super cliche but it does get better people say you know does it get better or do we just get used to it maybe a combination of the two but ultimately this year will will be better. Like, don't give up hope yet. A lot of the hope that, you know, we have, a lot of the, the hope that this human race has for better tomorrows and better days to come is it lies within us and us doing our very small part just to keep this world good. And if that means just going out of your way to make someone smile, doing something bold, having 20 seconds of insane courage, I love, I just actually watched that movie the other day, um, We Bought a Zoo, I watched it recently, very good movie, I feel like that was, it was a good movie to watch on Sunday after a lot of the tragic events happened and people were talking about everything, it was a very emotional but uplifting movie, so definitely put that on your watch list for the next few weeks because it is a good movie um but you know from that movie um benjamin me the main character says like all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage and i promise something good will come of it and actually a follower dm me saying she has a tattoo of like a colon and then 20 like 20 seconds in you know paying homage to that movie and i thought it was beautiful so i mean it's true guys you only need some a little burst of insane courage just to do something that will ultimately stick with someone till the end of time half these stories i read these are sticking with people because it was something that was unexpected it was something they didn't see coming but that was so special and that very well couldn't or could have just not happened if someone hadn't had a little little ounce of courage to just put things in emotion because a lot of times people don't do things because they don't have to you know you don't have to do half the things you do but you do them because you have some sort of passion or pull or you just it feels right and so do more of those things that you don't necessarily have to do but you want to do because you want to either shoot your shot or positively impact someone else 
and like I said, it's not going to, you know, crazy, like alter your day and, you know, change the course of your day very much, especially if it's something that's brief and just nice and light and bright and all those other words. So yes, guys, that is my short little episode of Thick and Thin with some really nice bright bits here and there. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Next week, I'll be back with our normally normally drafted uh, content. I know last week I did a Q&A, but I'm going to have another historically relevant episode next week. Don't you worry. I will put some more effort into it. I promise. Um, it's just been a lot this week and a lot of negativity. I've been like, it's been affecting my creativity, honestly. So yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you for submitting your stories and I will talk to you guys all in next week's episode next Thursday. So I'll talk to you guys then. Bye. <laughs>